This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It's Thursday. It is the 29th of February, 2024. And coming up today, we're going to talk about Apple's journal app and more of your feedback. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Yes, me, Stephen Scott, and Sean Priest, as always, the hero of the hour. Oh, I am? Yes. Oh, why? What have I done? Hello, by the way. You are, hello, you are a genius, and I will tell you why, because uh, you've done something, which I've got to say, in, in the history of Double Tap, I have never been more impressed in my life. For some reason, I'm really curious, but I'm also very, very tense. You're making me incredibly <laughs> nervous right now. Okay, explain. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Sean Priest has... Changed his internet provider. Oh, yes. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Hurrah. Should I, More. Should I mention who I'm changing it from? And No, no, let's leave that Probably alone. Probably not. No, no. Not that it matters. It's just that anything surely can be better than what you're dealing with right now. Oh, it's absolutely terrible. And you know what? I can deal with terrible service. What I can't deal with is terrible customer service. I mm-hmm. honestly, they were so snotty with me when my internet went down, and you got to go through that script of you know, oh, get a paperclip and reset your router and go through the. Look, it says access has been denied. That, that's it's not a technical problem. Someone has denied or turned off my internet on your side. Yeah, let's just go through and reset this, and still didn't work. But you know, when I rang up to cancel, it was all, oh, okay, my lovely, let's see what we can do. Such yeah, a change, and it, it drives me crazy. Look, just be consistent. Either be terrible or be lovely. Don't don't chop and change depending on if you want me to stay or not. But yes, I am leaving. Thank you. It's, it's like when you go to a company and they say, "This is the price. It's going to cost you ten grand to do this," and you go, "Okay, I'm not paying that." And then they come back and say, "Ah, okay, we'll do it for five grand." You think, "Hang on a minute, you've dropped the price by fifty percent." Overnight, just because I've said, yeah, you know, I've decided I'll not do it. Are you kidding me? I, it, just, it, it devalues the service. I would rather, I'd have more respect for a company if the, if that was the experience I was having. I'd have more respect if they said, well, good luck to you, and various other words, goodbye, and hung up the phone. I'd be like, yeah, fine. I feel like I got the full service then. You are That's exactly what I would expect. Absolutely right. Whenever I get, uh, hasn't happened a lot, but having Windows installed or a new front door, and every single time when you got that salesman in, in front of you, they will say, you know what, let me ring the manager and I'll see mm. what we can do. And I always say, let's stop there. Let's stop this charade, this pretense. <laughs> Just tell me how much you can do it for and I'll say yes or no. Don't try and oh, let me do you a deal because we're mates now. It drives me absolutely crazy. I totally agree with you. Yeah, suddenly some sort of a circus act is about to be performed in your living room. (laughs) It's like an elephant comes in, does a few handstands, and then, you know, suddenly the prices drop by half. And you think, why can't you just tell me the price is half price or tell me the actual price? Yeah. You know, because they they must know that whenever you go to a company and you say, well, I'm not paying that. Yes. That must be the most common thing. I mean, everybody does that. No one says, what? You're going to charge me (laughs) $20,000 to put in a new kitchen door? 
What? Okay, fine, let's do it. You know, it makes, well, of course, no one's going to do that. It just makes them look like shady and dodgy, yeah. right? Because of course you're not going. To, you're trying to charge me. Double. What if I said yes to that first price? I mean, uh, anyway, sorry, we went off on a yeah. tangent. Anyway, thank you. You are going to yes. be getting new internet, so the world is going to be safe. Well, we hope so. We, we hope all my internet glitches will be resolved. Probably not. Who knows? But um, I'm not going to say anything about the companies involved no. because obviously that would be unfair. Well, uh, but uh-huh. I will say that you are moving to the company that I am with. Yes, a personal recommendation from Stephen mm-hmm. Scott, and I did tell them that, and uh, they charged me twice as much. No, they twice didn't. as much. Yeah, we said we don't anything to do with this guy. Um, Okay, so today on the show, we're going to be getting a fantastic demo from another hero, another star of our show, and that is the one and only, yes, thank you, a bit late, but we got there, um, the one and only Gordon Anthony oh. is uh, dropping in with a demo of the Journal app, the new iOS app. I haven't gone into this, but no, I've been a few either. people talking about it. I see it on the uh, on the home screen there. I think I really must look into that, but uh, I haven't. I must admit, I, I just assume it's a, a, a diary-style app, and that's nothing I'm really into. But mm-hmm. it may be, because I, I believe you can also record audio clips in there as well. So, yeah, I'm very interested to see what Gordon's uh, done with this. Definitely, yeah. I, I think it'll be interesting because it's, it might surprise you from what this is this oh. is capable of to what you think it's capable of. So, yeah, we'll get into all that, uh, Gordon, a bit later with that demo. Uh, but uh, I want to get to some emails. Oh, do you know what? I haven't done this for a while. Let's do it properly. Emails. emails. We, we get, get emails. emails. Harmonize. We get emails every day. Except on internet connection, which is terrible. Here's your email today. Bing, 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 bing. Right, okay. Um, 404, 404, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Enter 404. <laughs> we should double tap the musical coming soon. Definitely Near not. Broadway. Um, <laughs> then we're going to make it to actual Broadway. But, uh, right, let's uh, kick off with Ronnie, who has words for you, Sean. Sean, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. I'm taking pictures. My husband says I'm crazy. But I think you are awesome and amazing because it's so easy to follow your instructions. Ciao. Oh, yeah. Ciao is not a German word. It's an Italian phrase that means either hello or goodbye. The same as aloha in Hawaiian is hello or goodbye. And I love linguistics because the word Saskatchewan isn't even English. It's a Cree word meaning swift flowing river. Oh. And the name Regina used to be called Pile of Bones. Aloha from Canada. Pile of Bones. Pile of Bones. <laughs> That's what I heard. Wow, what an educational uh, voicemail there. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Ronnie. And you're welcome. I'm assuming that's that's the tips I gave on using the volume down key to take a picture. Yes, the camera with the iPhone SE, you remember? That was the, because Ronnie's got the SE. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's, um, it makes it so much easier, I must say. Yeah, just tap that volume down button to take a picture or hold it down to take a video in the uh, camera app. Nice. There you go. Well, see, you're helping people around the world, Sean Priest. Thank you so and, much, and, Ronnie. And Ronnie's helping in return. 
with all this linguistic talk. Uh, I, I didn't know Saskatchewan meant swift. I, actually, I think I might have been told this a while ago. Something I didn't remember it, but no, obviously swift not. flowing river. I think someone mentioned this once. Is there um, a river in Saskatchewan? I, well, I mean, there's a lot of water around Canada. There you go. I think that absolutely well proves that to be true. <laughs> Good point. Well that made. Water exists in Canada. <laughs> there was a lot of geese. breaking news this hour. I've got to say, when we were geese, walking yes. to the uh, fast, fast food, oh yeah, that makes sense now. Uh yeah, well, they were all gathered around the fast food place, which was kind of worrying. Um, <laughs> more for the geese, I think. But uh, yeah, you know, they just sat on the, the sidewalk there. It was it was strange, and they didn't even move when you bumped into them, which was nice. Sorry, carry sidewalk. on. Sidewalk. You've changed. I'm, I'm being You're global. Conforming. Okay. <laughs> pavement thank you uh let's go to tom who wants to update us on uh, trying to get images from whatsapp into be my ai hello Stephen and sean this is tom from colorado usa today you received an email from someone who was asking about how you take photographs that you receive on whatsapp and have be my ai describe them I believe that person was on Apple, but I will give you an answer with respect to Android. I imagine there's something similar on Apple. Anyway, uh, when you're in WhatsApp, just select the photograph. And after you've selected the photograph, you can go up to the More Options area and select Share. From the selecting share, you will be presented with a whole set of options. Uh, at least on Android, the first row is usually something about sending things to people through either messaging or email. But the next row deals with a set of apps that are set up to handle that type of media file. And in my case, I have all the AIs on my machine, on my Android phone, and it gave me choices to not only send it to Be My AI, but also Seeing AI, Lookout, and Envision AI. And all of them worked. For what it's worth, the uh, Be My AI approach gave the lengthiest and most detailed description. But anyway, that's th that's how you do it on Android. Helpful to know. Hope that, that helps. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Appreciate that, and uh, good to know that uh, you can do the same. I, I I must admit, I don't really know much about Android on that front, but yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Did we just Share get an Android tip. Kind of that's amazing. I think we did. Oh, yeah. thank you so First much, time. Tom. No, that that's really cool. And it is kind of the same on iOS. But the point that the uh, email was making was that there was another. There's an extra step. You need to share twice almost to get to the the list of apps on the iPhone. So yeah, there's there's no shortcut as far as I know on the iPhone to do that. But that's very cool. Thank you. Okay, Bev got in touch and uh, wants to uh, talk about accepting the white cane or the challenges of it. Hi, Stephen and Sean. A while back, I heard another short discussion regarding the acceptance of the white cane. In the early days of my life, I had very good useful vision for an RPA. In 1970, I began work with the Canadian National Institute for the Blind. My first day, I was given a white cane. I took it home, put it on the shelf in the front closet, and there it sat for many years – I looked at it every morning on my way out for work, expressing to self, I don't need you yet. As my vision decreased, several incidents which caused me embarrassment and injury, I gradually changed my mind. Reluctantly, I carried it folded up, just in case. Eventually, I was forced into using it extended and was amazed at the different way people respected the white cane. Conclusion I know it is not an easy decision as the white cane identifies one as a blind person. It will add in to that distasteful word, dependence. 
life is too short to be complicated by an attitude. Often for most folks, a difficult mental decision, but once accepted, life is so much less complicated. If my shins could talk, they would express the cane has been a godsend. (laughs) I'm 82, and I now use a support white cane at the insistence of my family. I used to be a bipod, now I'm a tripod. (laughs) Thank you for all you do to help make our lives more bearable and interesting. Keep up the good work. Bev in Canada. Oh, thank you, Bev. Appreciate that. And uh, glad you're with us. And uh, I've got exactly the same. You are our tripod. Yes, you are. (laughs) You're holding us up. That's exactly the same (laughs) story. And I think so many of us can relate to that of, uh, yeah, I don't need you yet. And it's not until, you know, you do something that maybe injures yourself or even worse, somebody else. You think, okay, I, I need to pick this cane up. And once you do, it's like, how did I manage without it? This is fine. This is great. It makes my life easier. So we got a new front door installed in the house because the one we had was you know was about ten years old. It was seams or the seams or I don't know whatever the whatever the bits around the edge are right. The, the bits where the silicon usually sits. Well done. Um, that, yeah, <laughs> the edges. I'm not into DIY. Can you tell? Uh, but anyway, so yeah, the, the, the bits, the edges around the door were kind of coming away. So we thought, right, we need a new door because it was getting really windy outside. It was windy inside, which was never great. So um, yeah, we got the door replaced, and the new door doesn't have a handle to open to get ah. you out. So you need to use the keys, mm-hmm. which unlock the door and then open the door. Right. So. Slight problem, if you forget your keys or you leave your keys inside the house and you go outside and the door slams shut, you're not getting back in. And I thought, okay, now there's two things here. One is obviously, how am I going to get back in the house? That's the first thing. Now, immediately I'm thinking, well, what I'm going to have to do is get a set of keys somewhere else outside of the house. And where do I put those keys? So my mum doesn't live far away. She lives two streets away three streets away maybe and you know it's it's not that far um i could easily go and you know get those uh keys from her but how am i going to get there if i have my canes indoors so i thought about this and i actually now have an old jacket with a cane that i no longer use which is an old cane and i've put it inside like a garden box outside the house so that i if i need to and I get trapped outside. I can actually get to my mum's house. I have to think ahead on this stuff, right? Because I'm like, I can't just walk around there. I'm not gonna. I couldn't walk around there without the cane. That's an excellent so, point. No longer think about that. No longer are we putting the spare keys under a plant pot. We're putting a white stick under a plant under pot the plant pot in case we get yeah. locked out. Oh, that's a really good idea. Well done. Always have a, a, a cane nearby, you know, just in case. <laughs> it's even just funny because we were going away. I was seriously, I didn't do it, but I thought, hmm, maybe I should take a cane with me, a spare, just in case. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. Because what happens if it snaps? And what do you do? I remember. You know? I mean, I, I'll tell you why I didn't, because I was with you. So I thought, well, worst case scenario, I can lead, you can just follow on behind. Yes. And I'll use your cane. So if I get stuck, I've got a spare. But, you know, if I was good myself, I would always throw in a spare cane. Just in case, because I've I've had situations where it snapped before. I don't have like some stands canes. on it, or the elastic goes. I've got a selection of canes where there's no you know tip on the end, uh, where it's just snapped off, and I've never replaced them. <laughs> I've only got right. I've only got one functional cane. It's funny we were talking about when we were going away, and I was going to buy a new cane because I'm sure mine is all tatty because it's the only one I ever use. It's yeah. almost like a fashion accessory. I want a clean new cane for going away. But it's also like, I think, having one of those you know, like trucks. You see these guys who drive around in these big trucks 
and they're all bashed and battered and you know covered in muck and there's some kind of attachment of personality to that it's like look how rough and ready i am as a man i'm driving around this wreck of a car wreck of a truck or whatever and you know i think that's a bit like the cane it's like you know this this cane is like my passport you know it's stamped with all the the bad decisions i've made turning left um (laughs) this is my cane there are many like it but this one is mine (laughs) yes this wreck is mine (laughs) but no i I do agree with you bev i think it, it takes a lot to get into and it's so funny you're absolutely right there are so many things, I think, as blind people, that, and it's partly because we don't get the chance to talk about it, that we sit and we bash our heads against a wall about things like using the cane, mm-hmm. we resist that. Um, and look, we cannot deny the social pressures that come with it, and not necessarily from other people. I mean, yeah, I know when you and I met the very first time we talked, it, I, I was talking about the fact that leaving my house, I would, I would go and use my cane outside the street I was on. Yes. But as soon as I get back to the entrance to my road, Fold it up. I would close the cane up and put it in my bag. Yep. I mean, for what logical reason there would be, I don't know. But I just, I almost didn't want to have that conversation with the neighbours that said, I'm blind. Absolutely. Or for them to say, what's, what's happened? Because the first, <laughs> the first thing I got was... What's happened? Yeah. What happened to you? Why are you using that all of a sudden? Exactly. My favourite one, I, I tweeted this out the other week. Um, I was getting a delivery and someone came to the door and she's been at the door a hundred times. I mean, you know, it's a local store. They were delivering food as usual. And she arrives at the door and she says to me, oh, you're wearing sunglasses. Now, they're really nice. And I said, oh, thanks. She says, um, what is it? Is it too bright inside for you? And I said, Oh no, it's because I'm blind. And she said, "You're what?" I said, "I'm blind." I said, "I thought you did you not know?" And she said, "No, no, I had no idea." She said, "You, you don't you don't look blind." <laughs> and I said, "Okay." And she said, "Goodness," she said, "What happened to you?" Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Well, nothing happened." And I, I kept my cool about it. I'm like, "No, no." That's no a fair question, isn't it? What happened yeah, well, to you? Exactly. You, yeah. What happened, right? I mean, it's, why do people get so frustrated by those questions? I, I don't know. So anyway, um. I said, look, no, I said, nothing happened. I said, it was, it's been like this way since birth. Oh, right, right, right. She said, God, goodness, I wouldn't have thought you were blind because you're so nice. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that okay, mean? Now you can get aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what does that even... And you know that way you just, you kind of think there's another one for the book because I've got no idea what to say to that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm nothing sure people, say. when they think back about that conversation, they're sort of face palming themselves, right? Uh, you know, people I, honestly, say Honestly, that's what things. it is. Yeah. They just don't know what to say. Yeah. That's what it is. They've, they just, they, they, they're trying to think of something because they feel it's, it's a, I, I, I don't want to be, rather than saying, oh, well, you know, because you, you get one of two reactions, I find. You either get the, oh, goodness, you know, that's terrible or, oh, I, could, I can't possibly believe you're blind because you just don't seem that way. You're too normal or something. Yes. Um, or you get, oh, well, it could be worse. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My favourite, you know. Could be worse. <laughs> Could be worse. And I, I often, I, that one kind of irritates me more, actually, because I think, why is it that being, and what is it about, what's worse? You know, explain to me what's worse. I've had, I had a conversation with someone recently who's in a wheelchair, and she said to me, you know, I would take being in a wheelchair rather than being blind. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. She said, because at least I can see. And, you know, it's all very dependent on the individual, right? It's it's just, it's where you are. Uh, disability top trumps. <laughs> My disability is better but than no, yours. But nobody wants to be disabled, right? I don't think anybody oh, ever woke weird, up in the morning and said, God, it'd be great. That's just strange, right? It, it's yeah, just a cliche that people yeah. throw out. I don't even think that most people think about 
what they're saying in that. It's just something. Let me reach for something to say because it's a slightly exactly, awkward conversation. Yeah. So, oh, on that, but if you it depends where, but yeah. sorry, but it depends where you are in this conversation, right? Because like at this point in my life, I'm kind of comfortable to have that conversation and kind of laugh it off. I'm okay with that. Yes, but five years ago, yes, I would have, that would be me never leaving the house for a few months. I totally you know? agree. On the on the conversation of sunglasses. As I mentioned yesterday, I, I need. Mm, I've yeah, decided yeah. to start wearing sunglasses because, um, well, just because. So, how do you? Because you're worried about your eyes bouncing off the top and bottom well, of your head. Because that, that's exactly why I wear mine. That's basically it. Yes, I've had a few yeah. comments, and not nasty comments, by the way, as well. I mean, you know, just people saying, "Well, your eyes are a little bit." And I, I was like, "Yeah, I can get that because I just I'm not focusing." Or well, you know, you see, you see, have you looked in a mirror recently? Uh, I bet you know, you're absolutely hideous. <laughs> And no one dares to tell you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Well, I mean, that's just rude, right? Is I mean, that's it? just rudeness. I, well, Come on, that's rudeness. I don't know, but either way, I don't. Someone saying like to me at the door, "Oh, I didn't know you were blind because you, you, you seem nice." I mean, that's just that's just grasping for something to say. Yes, but turning around and actually picking up on your appearance like that? No, I, I think that's where I that would turn on me. I'd, I'd be like, "No, come on." You would start punching. Is that what you're saying, Stephen Scott? No, I would just, I, I'd just be, I'd, I had to, I'd have to get defensive on that, I think. Well, okay. Because I, I, I think that's just, that's just doing you down. And that's putting, look, let's be honest, that's making you feel like you, you wouldn't be wearing the sunglasses otherwise. If they hadn't mentioned that, you might not have done that. No, that is. Let's be honest. The, no, it is true. I am self-conscious about that name. So, yeah, okay, whatever. But how do I... Point them out to me. How do well, I, okay, I can't. How do I, uh, <laughs> how do I pick the sunglasses? that suit my face. Do I need John uh, Lennon style around? No, 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 no. You say who cares, but I do care. I care. I don't want to be... I'm wearing these every day, all the time, right? I don't... Really sorry, Zsa Zsa Gabor. I'm serious. We talk about this all the time. We talk about assistive tech that, you know, we strap to ourselves, and uh, we don't want to stand out. We don't want to make ourselves look um, ridiculous in any way. That Just because we're blind doesn't mean we don't want to look good. So... How do I do that? How do I? Uh, uh, the obvious answer is you ask someone you trust, right? But is there any way? Is there any online services? Is there a, the Ray Ban website where you upload a picture of yourself and they say these are the ones for you? How do you know? Thank you. I'm just looking for advice. Well, I think you've answered your own question. I would certainly say Meta Ray Bans. If you want cool oh, sunglasses, you and the Meta Ray Bans listen to you all yeah, the time. You love them. Well, I mean, look, what you want to buy them or, or cheap 50 quid number off of Amazon. Uh, what are you talking which, about you know, 50 quid? I want 10 pounds, 20 pounds. I want... Well, you're going to get those big comedy glasses no, you're not. You that can... Elton John used to wear because that's the closest you're going to get will, to something useful. I price. will lose them all the time. I always do. I will, well, They're on your face. How can you lose them? I, yeah, well, that's a point, actually. I may not take these off as much. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it's time to invest in... <sighs> the, only thing, the only thing to consider seriously, though, is... is if you walk into things a lot, I don't know how much you do that, but if you're walking into stuff, you've got to think about that as well. That's true. You know, a, a good pair of glasses, you know, you, you pay some good money, they'll maybe stand up. I mean, although in saying that, the Bose frames weren't cheap and they were, they fell to bits pretty easily. Yeah. I must say, I'm enjoying um, the Oho Sunshine glasses. Um, I think, well, yeah, I, think I, it was, I gave you them because I couldn't fit, they didn't fit my face well, as usual. Yes, big face. They fit perfectly. They're well made. They feel nice and they, the sound isn't great. I'll be honest, but you know, compared to the Anchor Sancor frames, the, the sound isn't great on those either. So, um, yeah, they're very nice. I think Gordon recommended yeah. those as well. Yeah, he did. Uh, and I think Tim did as well. Tim and Gordon have both been sort of buying everything yes. in sight in this regard. So, <laughs> well done. Uh, but no, I've got to say, using the, um, the Metas on the move, 
I was quite impressed, actually. The audio is good. I mean, the only thing is, of course, the louder you have them so you can hear it, the louder it is for everybody else. So you just have to be aware of that. So outside, there's a good chance that if you're on a train station or if you're, you know, whatever you are, you're going to, the other people around you are going to hear the call if you're having one or you're, you of know, course, talking yeah, to the glasses I think we're or listening to voiceover. You know what, though? I think the metas are the ones for us now. Now Bose frames have been discontinued. I think the meta is is the way to go. I think a lot of that is because how much I use WhatsApp now. Being able to initiate calls, take calls, and send pictures through WhatsApp using just the glasses hands-free, amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think when the AI comes along, it's going to be incredible. Yes. I know that there's lots of companies talking to meta. I really hope that turns into some action mm. because... I'm not convinced. I think that, well, even be my eyes. I mean, I'd love to be able to just hit that button. I mean, I suppose that's what Meta AI is going to do, right? Because that's what it can do. Look in the and ask the moment you can... is their yeah, version. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it does the same thing. You say, look at this and describe it to me, for example, and it will take a picture and do exactly that. Um, but that, of course, is Meta's own implementation of that. And we're all... We love the Be My AI version, but I don't think Meta will open it up. But that's still not to say that won't be useful. So having some time with the Metas, I will say there's a couple of things that I've noticed. One is that... It has a weird relationship with the phone when it comes to audio because obviously, you know, the whole thing is driven through this own assistant that is built in the meta assistant that it's got. But what I have noticed is that there's a lag, quite a, a noticeable lag when using voiceover with it. It's not so bad if you're, um, well, I don't know, if you're not in a rush, you know, if you're in a rush to do something, it can really feel like a lag. Yes. Um, but also it will just lose connection. I don't know if the glasses go to sleep and therefore it just... Losses the, it loses the connection. Does it lose the connection, can, or does it take a while to wake up and regain that connection? The problem is, I end up having to just switch voiceover off, or get the you know the the audio back on, or actually turn the glasses off, I should say, yeah, and get the audio back on to the phone. That's quicker so, than possibly waiting yeah, to reconnect. Yeah, it kind of is. So you know, I think there's a bit of an issue there, but that may be something to be fixed. I mean, look, bear in mind, of course, the whole purpose of these glasses is to use them with the assistant, and they've obviously built in that sleep mode that allows you to talk to the assistant and it will wake up the glasses. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe just wake up the glasses by voice first and then continue to use your phone. I don't know. But, you know, the problem is you forget all these steps as you move along through your day. You're not always thinking how to do this. But I do, I mean, I think the audio is incredible of them. Um, And I think if it was able to do the glass, you know, able to sort of take an image and, and scan it and give you information in real time or live back, I think that would be incredible. So... Yeah, a few niggles with it, a few niggles I've got, but mostly, you know, I'm mostly You happy. keep raving about them. The audio is brilliant. You love them. I, it's just the audio. I mean, for once, it, it's like back to the original Bose frames. Yes. The spatial audio capabilities are excellent. Yes. Um, haven't had a chance because I've not been out since we got back, but I, I want to try this new Wave. So it's called Wave Out. This was the app we were talking about yeah. with uh, Hugo from the company Dreamwaves that have developed this app called Wave Out. Um and that app is, it's got that spatial audio component like Soundscape for, you know, finding locations, but it also has navigation and spatial audio as well. So it will sort of tell you to turn left and tell you which way to move. I'm really keen to try that. So I expect I'll be taking a little trip into town at some point just to uh, to give that a try. Amazing. Um, I must try that out. I did, by the way, my voice vista woes of my iPhone 15 not calling out intersections. I took out my iPhone 11 and iPhone 12 mini at the same time this morning to test it out to see if it was an issue with the phone. And none of them called out the intersections. 
Oh, dear. So there's something going on either in the mapping data of where I am, somehow it's it's changed, or the satellites or the Earth has moved. Either way, the GPS doesn't work where I am, just on so, my screen. Hang on, so, so the entire planet yes. has moved... Shifted its orbit, yes. Shifted orbit, which in no way is terrifying. Um, <laughs> so we're hurtling towards the sun at an alarming rate as we speak. Yeah, but worse um, than that... It, like a ball falling off a shelf. It means that I missed my turning yesterday and um, walked up the wrong street. Oh, so, you know... Goodness, well, being fried by the sun is... Uh, is basically a picnic but on the, compared to you getting lost. On the plus side, it means that Voice Vista and Soundscape are actually perfect. There's no problems there. It's just where I am. Let's go with that. Okay. I think that's probably the best solution. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> heading for the hills as we speak. Uh, right. Uh, stick around. <laughs> Double taps turned into a disaster movie. Well done, Sean. Um, a blind disaster movie. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, right. Stick around. More to come. This is Double Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. Call the Double Tappers now, 1-877-803-4567 or email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. Okay, Sean, let's sit back for a minute or two and uh, give Gordon the floor because uh, he has got in touch with a fantastic demo uh, of the Journal app. Now, I must admit, I'm not too sure if I would use this app, but um, Gordon might convince us. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, Gordon, thank you for uh, getting involved and getting in touch with this review. Hello, Double Tappers. Gordon from Livingston in Scotland with a demonstration of the Journal app, which is fairly new to iOS. Uh, Now, I'm not the sort of person that would keep a diary. Some people might want to. The journal is perfect for that, but it's actually very flexible and can be used for lots of things. The journal app itself is very, very simple and straightforward. There's not much in it. So what I'm going to do first is look at the journal settings because that is where you decide how things appear and what suggestions you get in it. So I'm going to switch to the journal settings and I have slowed down my voiceover speech rate. App switcher, voice memos, settings, act, settings. So she sounds terribly slow, but hopefully people will be able to understand what she's saying. Journal, heading. And here we are in the journal settings, which I opened earlier on. Allow journal to access, heading, location, never, button. I've turned the location tracking off on the journal app. Uh, Maybe see why later on. I have been toggling that one on and off at various times. I'm still not entirely decided whether I want to keep it on or off. I'm trying it off for the moment and we'll see what happens. Face ID, switch button, off. It is possible to lock the journal. If you are putting in stuff that is private to you, you don't want anybody else to see, you can lock the journal and here you can decide whether you want Face ID to open it. Um, later on, for some reason, the passcode setting is further down the, the settings. Then there's a few fairly standard things in here. I'll just swipe through them. Siri and search, but notifications, ban, background app refresh, sw- journaling suggestions, button. Journaling suggestions is actually the most important one in here, but I'm going to come back to that because there are some other settings here. New entry, heading, skip journaling suggestions, switch button, off. Create new entries without viewing suggestions first. If you simply want to use the journal to type things in and you don't want to see any suggestions, 
you can turn all the suggestions off, which keeps the journal nice and clean. Lock journal off button. This is where you can lock the journal. Lock your journal using the device passcode or face ID. I'm not quite sure why the face ID setting was earlier on, further up the, the settings, but uh, it is possible to lock it. Journaling right. schedule off button. You can also set a schedule. Get notified to write on a specific day and time. If you want to update your journal regularly, say once a week or whatever, you can set it to remind you to do so. Media, heading, save to photos, switch button on, save photos and videos taken in journal to the photos app. I'm not very likely to take photos, um, but if I do, then at least it will save them to the photo library. Now I'm going to skip back to journaling suggestions. Save to media, get journey, lock your, lock journey, create, skip journey, new entry, journaling suggestions, button. Here we go, we'll go in here, there's a couple of things in here, but only one that is really important. Settings, privacy access, journal can show your moments, but can only access the items you select them. So you decide what you want to appear in your suggestions. Just because something appears in suggestions doesn't mean you need to add it to the journal but you can if you want. And here's where you can decide what you want to have suggested to you. Suggestion privacy settings that's, button. That's the one. There's also... Suggestion notification settings button. That's the only thing there is. Uh, Suggestion yeah. privacy settings button. This is the one that's important. Privacy and security back button. Journaling suggestions heading. Include suggestions from heading. What do you want to have suggestions from? Turn off all button. You can turn them all off. Activity, your workout and exercise. Switch button on. I've turned on this for the time being. Um, I might want to keep a note of my workouts. I, I have started doing it. Whether I'll keep doing it or not, I don't know. Or I can turn this off. Media, podcast and music you listen to. Switch button off. I've got that turned Double off. Double tap to toggle setting. Because I listen to so many podcasts and music things. I don't want my suggestions cluttered up with that stuff. Contact. People you message and call. Switch button on. I've turned that. Double tap to toggle setting. I've turned that on. Um, I haven't yet seen anything in the suggestions to that, possibly because I haven't phoned or messaged anybody. Photos. Library. Memories and shared photos. Switch button off. Double I, tap to toggle setting. I'm not one for photos. I certainly don't want them cluttering up my suggestions in my journal. Significant locations. Places where you spend time. Switch button on. Now that, Double tap to toggle setting. I've got that on, but if I've turned off the allow journal to share location, I'm not sure what the impact of that will be. We shall see. I'm still testing this out. Suggestions. Use data from apps and services you turn on, but can appear in any app using suggestions. Data. Clear history. Button. And you can clear the history of all the suggestions. You can also... Nearby people. Heading. Have nearby people uh, recommended to you if your iPhone detects other people near you then they can appear in your suggestions. Prefer suggestions. Prioritise suggestions that include moments you share with your contacts or large groups. Discoverable by others. Switch button off. But I've Double tap to toggle off. setting. So if other people want to add me in their journal, they're not going to get me. So those are the various things that you can put into your, your journal suggestions. Now, as I say, they are suggestions. You can turn off all suggestions if you want. And even if it's something is in your suggestions, you don't need to add it to your journal. I'm going to switch now to the journal app itself. App switcher, settings, voice, channel, active, channel. Okay, now the journal, as I say, is pretty straightforward. Filter, button. 
there's a filter button. This is where you can filter by things like location or workout or uh, people or whatever. Uh, there's very little in my journal, so I have no need to filter it at the moment. Swipe right again. Wednesday, the 14th of February 2024 at 8. 10. You wrote a test journal entry for demonstration purposes. I created that test entry just to show that's the sort of thing that you can put in your journal. You can type anything in your journal. Now, as I said, I'm not the sort of person who would keep a diary, but I have decided that if I do something like, say, cancel a subscription to an app or cancel a direct debit from my bank account or whatever, if I keep a note of it in here, then at least I have a reference point if I ever need to find out when did I do that again, if there's any dispute, then I've got a note of it in my journal. And that's the sort of thing I'm going to use it for. But you can use the journal for anything at all. Uh, you just swipe, swipe right and you'll get through all the various entries that are in your journal. Right down at the bottom of the screen, and you can use the four finger tap at the bottom or in my case, a customised gesture. Compose button. The compose button. If you want to add a new entry, you double tap the Compose button. General Heading. Cancel button. Okay, you can cancel it. New entry button. If you double tap that, you simply then start typing. That's all you need to do. You hit the new entry, start typing, and that will be added into your journal. But because I've left journaling suggestions on, I can then go through the suggestions. Select a moment and write. Selected, recommended, button, one of two. So there are a couple of buttons here. Um, the recommended, if I go down near the bottom of the screen. Reflection, what's something you've learned and enjoyed recently? How could you do it more often? Button. These are the sort of suggestions that you get um, with the, the journal. Uh, again, I'm sure some people may benefit from writing down their private thoughts. Uh, it may help them relieve any stress or anxiety or even just to get your thoughts in order and the journaling app will suggest things to you the sort of thing that you might want to write about let's see what else they've got here reflection write about the last time you had a great idea that helped others button there's one for Stephen. Uh, great ideas that help others uh, so those are the sort of things that you can get but i'm going to go back to the top of the screen cancel button reflection reflection write about the page one of three Cancel. Button. New entry. Button. Sorry, I didn't quite get back to the top of the screen. We're there now. Select a moment and selected. Recommend. Recent. Button. Two of two. I'm going to hit that Selected. One. Recent. That's two the of one two. I use most often. Let's see what's happened recently in my suggestions. Private access to suggestions. Journal only has access to the suggestions you choose to write about. Button. Tuesday the 13th of February. Okay. I did something yesterday. Walk and more. Charlesfield Road. Location. Workout, two elements, map snapshot, indoor walk, 4.61 kilometres, one hour, zero minutes, and 26 seconds. Double tap to show details, actions available. Okay, I went to the gym yesterday, got on the treadmill, and went walking for an hour. Uh, that's not bad for an old geezer like me, four and a bit kilometres. That I can now add to my journal if I want to. Um, the reason I switched off location services, you'll see it there gave me the address. Now, I only ever do these uh, workouts at my gym. I know where it is. Do I need to know the address there? I'm not entirely sure that I do. Um, if you have the app tracking your location, um, I know it will also 
uh, put suggestions in about visits that you made. I went to visit family at the weekend and uh, it, it came up with their address in the uh, suggestions so that I could write about my visit to them if I wanted to. But I'm going to add this workout to my journal. So having found it, I will double tap it. Selected. Cancel. Button. Select items. Heading. Switch asset views. Button. I have no idea what that means. Walk and more. Charlesfield Road. Edit. Button. Okay. Tuesday, the 13th of February. One location bullet, one workout. Indoor walk. 4.61 kilometers, 1 hour, 0 minutes, and 26 seconds, 384 kcal. It suddenly felt like I should have burned off more calories than that, but there we go. Selected, button. Map snapshot, image. Selected, button. I don't need the maps and the snapshots, um, so I'm not sure what tapping that will do for the moment. I still haven't figured all this out. Page one of two, adjustable, start writing, button. If I want to add some comment to this workout, I can double tap that and start writing and that will be added into the entry. Or if I swipe right again. Save without writing, button. I can save without writing. Close, button. General, heading, filter, button. I'm back to my journal and now if I swipe right. Wednesday, the... 14th of February 2024 at 9.24, Walk and Moor, Charlesfield Road. Two items. Double tap to view details. Actions available. So it has now added that to my journal and I can double tap it if I want to get the details of the map snapshot and the, the performance on, on the workout. This is why I've now turned the location services off because I don't think I need it for me personally. Some people may find it very useful. Anyway, I hope that's given you an insight into the journal app. You can use it for as much or as little as you want. If you want to put all your private thoughts down, keep a note of everywhere you've been, everyone you've spoken to, you can do that. If you simply want to keep a note of your workouts like I'm doing, you can do that. You can put anything you like in it. It's actually very simple. If you want to create just a blank entry, you go down to the bottom of the screen. Journal heading. Compose button. Find the compose button. Compose journal heading. F cancel. Cancel. New entry button. Journal text. Text field is editing. Start writing. Ellipsis. And Word it, mode. Insertion point at start. It's as simple as that. You simply start typing. When you do that, you then have access at the bottom of the screen to other options. Toolbar. Smart suggestions button. Photos button. Camera button. Audio button. You can choose if you want to add audio or video or photo clips into your journal entry that you're using. So there we are. I'm still experimenting with it. There's a lot more to it than at first uh, glance. So hopefully that's given you an insight into it. And I think that's enough for me. So thanks very much and speak soon. Bye bye. Thank you so much, Gordon. That was a fantastic demo of the journal app. I might actually have a look in there now. You've kind of intrigued me a little bit. Absolutely. Amazing job there, Gordon. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm just trying to think of a use case for it. It sounds like that could be so useful, but honestly, I don't know if I would use it. Um, but it's got the... The accessibility is just so good, it seems a shame not to. And there are some features there, actually. I think 
those suggestions are really cool. And I like the idea that Gordon brought up there about, you know, if you change direct debits or something, just for making a note, because I absolutely cannot get my head around the Notes app on the iPhone. I just find yeah, you struggle with that. I don't you? really I, struggle. I, I do too. Yeah, so that seems like a, a great alternative. That was fantastic. Yeah, I think it'll be um, interesting to see that develop. And I will say, I, I do like this. Um, I, I must admit, you know, the, the whole journaling thing. A lot of people talk about it and rave about journals and, and gratitude journals and all this stuff. I don't really get it, if I'm honest. No, it's all a bit flowery. And I, I think to myself, you know, I, you know. I've done enough in a day, you know. I don't want to <laughs> get write. to bed at night. <laughs> I'm not going to sit and write my innermost <laughs> thoughts. But if you've got the time to do it and it's something you enjoy doing, and I know some people feel really good about it. I mean, I always thought it was a bit of a kid's thing, if I'm honest. Is that wrong to say? But I always thought it was a bit of a kid's thing, writing a diary. Oh, you know, I, I kind of agree. And... Yeah, but I mean, we're all different and some people may. Yeah. I just think, what would I put? My my journal would be so incredibly boring. Why would I? Why would anyone care? Let alone myself. Um, but it just seems. I think this could be useful for other things than that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you for that, Gordon. I appreciate it. It's definitely an app I'll look into. And like you say, it's, it's almost a shame not to with the accessibility yes. that it, it contains. And I agree with you. I think suggestions are actually quite good. It might make you think. Hey, do you know what? I might just remember that moment. Yeah. You know. And the thing is, as well, you know, to remember, we're opening up ourselves with all this, you know, kind of giving away a lot of our personal data, where we've been, who we're meeting, all these things. But I must admit, I feel these days with Apple, especially, I feel more comfortable with that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I don't mind it so much with Apple. I mean, if it was another company, I might be a little bit more concerned, but I don't mind it. I don't feel my data is at risk as much. Yeah. And it's definitely useful in that situation. Mm. Oh, well done at the walk, by the way, Gordon. That was uh, oh, very yeah. impressive. Uh, excuse me, uh, 5,000 steps a day, Mr. Scott over here. Oh, yeah, so, I, that's true. Yes, we haven't brought this up yet. Well done, you, sir. Making a change. Making the change for now. Actually, I want to start leave the house again. I want to start going to the gym again. I've, I've made that 15 years on when I say again, by the way. I want to <laughs> start going to the gym. I am incredibly anxious about that first visit of okay can how how is the attitude of the gym going to be towards me uh I, i'm just so tense about it but it's something i really want to do it's um I, I, that's not even a question it's just i'm just thinking out loud here I, how do people get past this i mean i suppose it's the same in any situation really but it's just an unfamiliar uh, place and a situation and i just don't know how people's attitude are going to be to me and uh, that makes me anxious. Well, I would say if you're going to go, two two pieces of advice: either get a personal trainer or take someone you know. I think that's the only way you can do it. I think you need you some think? support in there. I mean, look, let's be honest: we're going to walk in there, and the first thing we're going to be doing is trying to work out how to turn machines on, as if we can even find the machines. Yeah, no, exactly, um, exactly right. But there's... And a lot of these gyms these days, it's pretty much left on your own. You, you know, there's very few staff. I mean, there's the ones we've got that's here, you pretty much sign in with a card and then that's you. You just go in. A lot of people just go in, they do their workout, they leave, and they never speak to a soul. Um, is that so even a kind of level of support? Now, is, I mean, I'm thinking of, you know, health and safety regulations. Hasn't there always got to be a member of staff there monitoring the gym. I don't know. I honestly don't know because I know that some of these gyms are twenty four hours and they just they just work off a a card a system. Card swipe, so you, you, yeah. you pay your subscription. You, you swipe your card. It's got those you know almost like airport style doors. You know the big um, yes, uh, I do. I don't know what you call them, but the doors, big, yeah, doors. <laughs> and 
they open up and then you go and then you know that's it um or turnstiles i think is what i'm thinking of oh. but yeah that kind of thing and it's um and and that's it but uh, yeah it's fine for it's fine for sighted people because they can obviously find what they need and go and look it's, it's hard for everybody to go to the gym let's be honest but i think it's more of an accessibility issue for us and like you say that the whole kind of oh look here comes a blind person although i don't know if that's as much of a deal as we make it out to be yeah, exactly. I don't think for them it's as much of a deal. We probably have more of a. Again, it goes back to this point about the, the, like the white cane, right? It's everything's a hurdle, and once you're over the hurdle, yes, it's fine. Yeah, but I mean, being honest about it, you know, for you, just get out for a walk. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just going for a walk. I, I do that. And I think already. sometimes that's enough. I, I take the dog out twice a day, and I, I, I the walk. I want to get. I want to get a sweat on. I want to get my yeah. pump on, Stephen Scott. I used to love the gym, but um, yeah, I am just so anxious about trying it. Trying to, especially as I'm in a new place now. I've moved. I don't know anywhere really. So, anyway, sorry. I don't know where I was going with that conversation. I was just sharing. I'll be honest. I wouldn't go near a gym. That's the honest truth. I wouldn't go near one. I would. I'd rather not. That's the truth of it for me. It's, it's not even. I mean, I kind of. I've funded gyms through the years, um, <laughs> yes. plenty of them over the years. But I wouldn't. And I, I, I did actually. There was a period of time. But in fairness, my sight was better. In fact, I'll tell you how how better my sight was. This is this is terrible when I think back. I used to cycle from my home to the office. Oh yes, yes. I, this was about. I'm trying to think. About 15 years ago. Yeah, it would be actually 10. 15 I used years to ago. cycle to the I, gym until there was a terrible accident and. <laughs> Well, I decided yeah, no I more few, bike. At a few moments. And it's one of those things, again, you just tell yourself. Because if you're at that point where your vision is okay enough, at least you think it is okay enough to do things like that, um, you will you will push it. Because, you know, the, the, the thing is that the, the cost was different then. So when I was, when I was, my vision was, I would say, at its best, I could do things. There was no emotional cost or mental cost to it. There was cost of life. Yes, <laughs> if I got it wrong, physical harm. Um, yes, yeah, but but that wasn't like something that if that happened, that would be different. But that wasn't something that would be realised or be obvious. But the difference now is, any time I try and use my vision, what's left of it, to do something, it is physically painful. So I don't get any. I mean, I literally. I, the only way I can describe it to people is it feels like my eyes have been pushed out from the back, which is not a fun experience. Oh, really? Okay. You surprised it's a horrible me. thing. Yeah, no, well, I know. It's, 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 it's that kind of thing where you, you, you're so hard trying to see something and you can't see it or you can just about make something out. Maybe for, I mean, like, even I used to sit in bed at night and look at my phone. And I thought there was a period where, there was a period of time where I, you know, could, if I had a whole day of using a screen reader and just, you know, almost having the screen off the whole day and just using doing what I was doing on the computer, I could pretty much get away with maybe half an hour at night of screen time. Oh, uh, yeah. You saved up. And that was quite time. nice. Yes. Yeah. But I don't even get that now because if I do try that, I pay for it the next day. Yeah. And and even at the time, this morning, this morning was a prime example, actually. I got this morning and the first thing you do is reach for your phone, right? Yep. And so I reach for the phone and my screen curtain's on and I'm just listening through Mona and... Um, Twitter and whatever else, just going through the, the you know, my Lyrae feeds and whatever, just going through some stuff. And when I got up, I felt good. I felt okay. And I thought, you know, if I, it's just forcing yourself to do it. 
You know, because you're thinking, what what value is there in me trying none. to read this stuff? I can't read it, so I'm wasting my time. Yep. I'm not, I'm not getting any information. But you tell yourself because you can see something, as in, I can see something around me, and this is why people get so frustrated. I think with the whole blind versus partially sighted yes. thing, because there is this thing where it's like, well, hang on a minute, but you can see, and it's like, yeah, but it's it's so useless. It's so hard to describe, and it is so hard to. I can barely understand it. Yeah. I mean, I can see things around me, but I can't, I only, in this room, for example, I know it's there because I, I put it there. But equally, someone could come into this room and say, oh, there's that thing you were looking for. And it could be sitting right in front of me. And because I didn't put it there, <laughs> yes. I didn't see it there. We can see through context. Weird, right? I think that's what it's, it is. Yeah, yes. that's, that's it. It's like I can see that because I know what is and it should be there. But if I don't know what it is, I can't see it. Yeah. Or actually what's worse is when you think you've put something somewhere and someone's moved it and you go to get it and it's not there, but you can see it. Yeah. That's freaky. Oh, we're so strange as humans. Yeah, but it does, it makes me, that's the problem with me. So that's why I talk about it being useless because to me, it kind of makes me distrust entirely what I see. Yeah. And why do I, I still look at what I'm seeing is what I'm actually seeing or what it thinks I'm seeing. What your you know? mind is seeing. Yeah. It's absolutely true. How many times have we said about, you know, picking up a T-shirt, sure, it was one colour and it's completely not that colour. Yeah. Happens all the time. And I still look at the phone. I've got my screen curtain on. I can't I, see I it even if I had the screen curtain <laughs> off. I still look down at my phone. Why? It's strange. Yeah, there was a period where I thought, you know, what I'll do is I'll buy a really small phone so I can't see the text on it. And, you know, then I'll be forced <laughs> to use screen curtain, you know, because it's like there's no way I can read it. And now I'm at the point where I can't read it anyway. But, you know, if I if I allow myself to, you know, look really close, I can, you know, let's, let's to, to give, oh, it's terrible how you feel you have to justify it, right? That's what it all feels like. You're yep. almost justifying yourself all the time. It's like, if you dare to admit that some light gets in, yes. you need to explain it. <laughs> I hate how we do this. And I know, and I do it all the time. I feel like I'm always justifying it, you know, and it's, sometimes it feels like you have to go the opposite way where you just tell people I'm blind and that's it. But then, you know, you're with friends or whatever and they don't fully get it. So you kind of, if they ask you to read something or they show you a photograph, you have to say, yeah, I can't see it. Yeah. Or what I do now is I just go, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. And, and they'll, <laughs> That's they'll not just a good go, idea. No, but they just, they don't even pick up on it. You know, they just don't get it. Mm. It's like, oh, right. Oh, good. You know, and, and just continue to show you photographs of things. And you're like, that's really nice. And eventually you have to say, you know, I can't see that, right? <laughs> and then they go, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I yeah, forgot. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. How did we get to here? I, I have no idea. Either way, thank you, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Gordon. <laughs> Great demo. <laughs> wow. Do you know what? I feel this is my journal. I, th I don't think I need an That's an so app. true. I mean, yeah, th this is my that's journal. not even a joke. It kind of is. <laughs> what did you do today? Listen to the show. <laughs> there you go. If you can just transcribe this into my journal every day. Yeah, sort of shortcut set up. Transcribe this episode yes. into that journal app. That will summarize my thoughts for the day. Uh, it does go to show, though, how how impactful some of these conversations are, right? And and I don't know. Maybe we just go off in one. We shouldn't. I don't know. But but we do. I Sorry. I, I think it's I think it's important to have these chats as well. Also, I'm you know I'm not going to change my ways. <laughs> That's what you get when you tune into Double Tap. You've no idea, but thank goodness we have people like Gordon who actually bring it back to the point. Yes, says Mr. F. Bit of tech. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, listen, that's almost it for today. Tomorrow on the show, and it kind of ties in, and, and it's a difficult one tomorrow because we're going to have a bit of a, a conversation, which I will warn you in advance is is a pretty tough conversation. It's around uh, the story of Zach Tidwell, a man who developed an app recently that won um, one of the Applevis Awards for 2023. Uh, but the story of, of Zach is not about winning the award or the app development or any of that. It's the story of how he became blind. We're going to get into that tomorrow. It is a tough listen, I promise you. It is not an easy listen. But I think it's an important conversation because it delves into this point about the challenges of losing vision and what happens when it it happens. Yeah. So Zach's story tomorrow on the show. Grace will be here with the news as well. Uh, And of course, we will continue to read your feedback as well. Yeah, it's been a bit of an interesting week this week in conversations. We've kind of come off the high of Vienna. Yes. And now we're soaring into the depths of despair (laughs) who knows where we're going next week i gotta say it's all down to the listeners and your emails your feedback your voicemails thank you so much they're amazing what that we're in the depths of despair that we're having a conversation that's why oh i see right well done uh yes thank you for that keep it coming we love the conversation we genuinely do keep it coming and we hope you enjoy it too keep in touch with us usual methods We'll be back tomorrow. And we're on YouTube as well. Check us out there. Catch you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.